Hi, welcome to On The Daily, a podcast about finding the acoustic you. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary. I am a serial optimist and a champion of people who has long been on a search to truly see people and help you peel back all of your layers and become the most acoustic, authentic, and best version of yourself. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hi, On The Daily family. Welcome to this week's show with my dear friend, Nick Prattley. Nick Prattley is a healer. He is a breathwork master. He is a mentor to so many, including myself. And this episode is so amazing. We talk all about the breath and the power of the breath. We talk about our kids and how amazing they really are. I mean, in that, that, Our kids is a general hour, like everyone's children. Children are amazing. We talk about just ways in which we can heal ourselves from the inside out and, you know, the power of the universe. So this episode is so near and dear to me. And Nick also ends the episode with a meditation for everybody. And his voice is just so dreamy. So I hope that you really enjoy it. Before we get into this interview, though, I have to tell you about my new favorite CBD company. Their name is Equilibria. They are women-owned. They are POC-owned, and they are just dope freaking humans. These girls are changing the game, in my opinion, for what CBD is and can be. When you order from them, you get a dosing specialist, somebody to help you learn about CBD. And it's all hemp CBD, so you're not going to get high. There's no there's no hallucin- like hallucinatory THC, nothing like that in it. It is all just for wellness. And when you meet with a dosing specialist, they teach you what you should be using CBD for, when you should be taking it, how much you should be taking. And then you can also get your questions answered. So if you do have any reservations around taking CBD, maybe you have other medications you're on or other illnesses and you want to know if you know it's going to mix well, they will answer all of your questions. They have nurses, they have geniuses, scientists, all the things working with them. And so I have really been loving getting to know them their product is amazing. Their product packaging is so beautiful. If you do want to check them out, go to Equilibria's website, use my code Danielle on the daily at checkout. You will get 15% off your order and tell me what you think because I'm obsessed. If you are just joining the on the daily family, welcome, 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 welcome. Listen, I say this a lot, but just so you hear it, if this is your first time hearing it, None of these episodes are in sequential order. So you can literally pick one that resonates with you, pick a title and dive in and then go back and listen to other episodes. Last week's episode was with a friend of mine. Her name is Talia O'Neill. She is the founder of uh, the clothing boutique and e-commerce shop called Wear Talia. And we talk all about entrepreneurship and just kind of starting before you're ready and starting without a clear plan. So if that is something that interests you, go back and listen to that episode. Uh, There's a new episode every Tuesday and Friday. So Tuesdays are my interview days and Fridays. It is just me. It's called Unplugged with D. So go and listen. And I hope that you like being here as much as we like having you here. Let's get into this episode. Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday or whenever you are listening to this. Hi, Nick. Welcome to the show. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Congrats I'm on so the show. Excited. Thank you. I know we've now been in this a couple months. I feel like we're finally in a groove, but it's just so good to see your face and you just look so, so lovely. You too. Thanks, babe. Look at you, such a pro. I'm getting there. We're trying. I mean, thank goodness for my producer, but we're we're uh, we're getting here. I start every episode with a clearing. So I know we're speaking your language now. Let's go. <laughs> so I would love, I know I don't even need to explain to you what a clearing is. So I'm going to let you go first and then I'll give mine, whatever I'm thinking of. Oh my goodness. Clearing, clearing. Uh, between you and I, or just for myself or life or whatever? Anything. I would like to clear in this moment that I haven't spoken to you for I don't know how long, and it's been too long. We had a beautiful voice note correspondence a while ago. I do think that's part of what's going on right now. We're kind of, some of us are very introverted. I know that I've been taking a lot of space for myself, and that's been amazing. But I just want to clear that maybe that needs to stop at some point, and we need to start reaching out and connecting. And uh, you're definitely one of those people that I... I want to stay in connection with. So I want to clear that that hasn't been happening enough. Well, I love that. And actually, similarly, I had a moment right before we got on this where I was like, I'm kind of nervous to like interview like Uh the Nick Prattley. And I'm like, that's so silly, Danielle. Like, this is like one of your good friends. Like, you got to just like calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in all honesty, I was nervous to be interviewed by you. You're like this pro with a big mic and a podcast and everybody's listening to you. I'm, uh, well, I'm excited that you're here. And I, I think everything you have to offer is just so beautiful. And like, honestly, kind of what you said, what, what the world needs right now. So I'm excited to, I'm excited for everyone to hear your voice. So I want you to tell me, what are you up to? What's going on in the world of Nick Prattley? Who is Nick Prattley in 2021? Oh man. Well, Let's see. I'm really focused on, you know, I think the past couple of years, I was really, really busy. I was on tour for a short while or what felt like a really long while and really, really busy, probably the busiest I've ever been in my life. And I just hit a wall and it was all great stuff. Was super excited to be you know, creating what I was creating and connecting with all the people that I was lucky enough to work with. But at the end of the day, much of what I would teach in class, whether it was Soul Cycle or meditation at Unplug or wherever, I'm always talking about being connected to your energy. If you're in relationship to your own energy, you're in relationship to everything. And I think that everybody has their own note, their own message that they want to share. And or had the opportunity to share. And I just hit a wall where I was working so hard doing so many things for so many other people. And by my responsibility, my my choice, but I hit a wall, the world shut down, I stayed at home, I rested, I spent time with my husband and daughter. And I just kind of let myself come back to life and to what my message was to what my note is and so 2021 is all about that. I'm uh, mm-hmm. launching a new digital platform that is focused on breath work and meditation, and then I'll be launching a new website and we'll be doing retreats and seminars and workshops and all the kind of education and empowerment, personal development, 
and growth programming that is focused on energy, you being in relationship to your own energy. And I think it's a missing piece. You know, there's a lot of and all amazing work, all work that we should do. But I think we process mentally, emotionally, physically, and then there's also energetically. And so I want to add that piece in for people. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about energy because I too am like a huge believer in energy and actually like it's been something that's so prominent and like apparent in my life like since losing my dad and like now like my dog just passed away and like oh, we've I'm been so surrounded sorry. by Thank you. Yeah, like it's been a really weird couple of months, but I think um I'm really focused on energy and I keep saying like, I know, like I've done the personal development work. I've done the meditation work. I've done, I've, I've been with a therapist for years. Like I know I have the tools to get through this, but there is like a certain amount of energy. And I think you, you nailed it. You just said something that I would love for you to expand on is like the energy that we have with ourselves. I would love for you to just like expand on that because I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm in a cyclone and that the world is moving around me and I have to try to find like, like hold on a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Totally. I think, you know, we're kind of wired, we're programmed from very, very early on to plug into all these things outside ourselves, you know, like, let me keep mom and dad happy. Let me be I mean, of course, we want to be responsible in society, but, you know, is society kind of imposing the things that I should be doing or need to be doing versus what I feel is right for me? And, you know, we're, we're kind of taught to leave ourselves out a lot. And so that becomes the muscle that we train. And I think that's when you get into that cyclone. I feel it too. I think everybody feels it at different points. But if we can stop, I love to say, like, slow the breath down and your mind and your body will follow. And, you know, we start with the breath, we end with the breath. And there's a whole lot of magic that can happen in between if we stay connected to the breath. And I think the breath is one of those tools that right away you can consciously slow down and let your energy line up with that and feel a deeper connection to self inside. But yeah, I think we're trained to leave ourselves behind. And if we can slow down and be conscious of the breath and also what our energy is doing inside ourselves, we become more connected. And so one of the ways I do that is if I'm feeling in a cyclone or I'm feeling anxious or triggered, I'll stop and I'll feel into my body where that trigger is and breathe into it. Because I think we feel the thing and we're like, uh, I don't want to feel that. Let me do something over here that distracts me. But we've left ourselves out in that moment. And so to come back and go, wait, what am I feeling? It's like a baby. You know, you hold the baby and the baby cries and it's done and it feels better and it goes back to play. And we don't have that same relationship with self. And so mm. to remember that we are this kind of precious newborn baby that we can hold and let cry and let feel and let process, we're holding ourselves and loving ourselves in, in a way that lets us feel connected to our energy. I love that. Do you think that energy, because like there's obviously like there's an energy with self and then there's an like a collective energy, uh -huh. like frequency, like whatever, you know, do you feel that between like 2019 till now, like 
the collective energy. I mean, obviously the collective energy has shifted dramatically, mm-hmm. but that has to have it. I mean, it all, it's going to absolutely affect energy with self. So like, where do you think it's going? Like in your mind, like, where do you think like this trajectory is going just like from like a collective consciousness of energy to all the way down to like individual, like, where do you think it's going from here? Yeah. Oh, I love that question. I have chills, tingles everywhere. It's such an interesting time. And I really do believe that where it's going is transformation. It's, it's rising. It's, the frequency is increasing. We, oh my gosh, we could go so many different directions with this. Let's see. I really believe that every single person has a note, has a message to contribute. Like these fingerprints have never existed in all of time and never will again. And we're floating on a ball in the middle of space. Like we're talking to each other. People can hear us right now. Like what, what, you know? (laughs) So between the fingerprints and floating on a ball in the middle of space, like they're like, and the fact that this human body has never existed in all of time and never will again. And I think the statistic is one in four trillion is the statistic of being in a human body. I mean, there's all these miracles that we, that's what we should be plugging our children into, you know? I mean, I know that we do and many do, but I think for us as adults, for the most part, those are the parts that we've forgotten. Like, where does the wonder go? The wonder goes, I think, when the head gets louder than the heart, right? And I think that these keys, if you will, floating on a ball in the middle of space, fingerprints, your one in four trillion, like these miraculous things remind us that, oh, I can be operating at that frequency. And the universe, where actually our experience here on the planet is really 5% matter. We have 95%, that's all energy. Space between every breath, every heartbeat, every moment between you and I, between us and the next planet, the next star, there's all this space and energy. And if we start including that in our experience, I think our individual and collective and global and, you know, planetary universal energy starts to expand. Did I even answer your question? Yeah, you did. I mean, do you like find it? Because I, I'm fully on this page with you. Like I'm, I fully believe that there is a collective consciousness and like it rises and it's rising currently. And that's why you see like more and more people like popping out of the bushes, like essentially and being like, oh my gosh, there's this like frequency I'm feeling. Like I'm feeling energy. I'm feeling like energetically different and therefore like chemically different. And there's still people that'll be like, oh, I don't, I don't believe in any of that. And I just go, Mm -hmm. okay, like, but where do you think energy goes? Like, do you think it just sits there like what do you think you are what do you think like your cell phone is what do you think like this like microphone like what do you think like l everything is you know it's yeah such an interesting it's it's extraordinary i think people just forget you know there's this incredible um i forget who wrote it but there's like 10 rules to being a human and it says you know you'll get a body you'll have an amazing time you'll meet incredible people and that and all these kind of miraculous points right and then 10 is you'll forget everything and so (laughs) we kind of come into these bodies in this extraordinary reality and we're equipped to enjoy the miraculousness of this reality, but we forget. 
And mm-hmm. so I think that's part of our, I definitely know that that's a challenging one, but a consistent practice is to love people no matter where they are, right? Right. Well, and you you kind of said it like, as we grow, our head becomes louder than our heart. So I, I want to like shift gears a, a little, but not really, because yeah. I just, I know you are as obsessed with your daughter as I am with my son. Um, oh. So I- How is that little nugget? <laughs> he just turned five. He's five. Isn't that magic? It's, it's the most beautiful and heartbreaking thing in the world. Yeah. In this in this world, in this existence, it is so heartbreaking and so beautiful. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. And he is so, first of all, he is an Aquarius. He is so spiritually gifted. This kid is unreal when it comes to spirituality and just like energy. And since my dad died, I mean, he sees my dad and talks to my dad and feels my dad every day every day I'll walk by his room and he's having a full on conversation with my dad in the other room. Wow. Yeah. And he, you know, he sees, you know, he'll see different, like he says he like sees people that aren't here anymore. He talks about like his, his life with his mom before me. Like he talks about past life. I mean, this kid is Owen's amazing. Owen is amazing, but it really gets me thinking how incredible our children because they are so exposed and raw and like, so just tapped in and like they feel every emotion. I'm at that point in motherhood, which like, I would love for you to talk about this just like in fatherhood. Like I'm at that point in motherhood where school and society is kind of starting to try to shift him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and he'll, he'll say things to me that are so out of character for him. And I'll say, where did you hear that? And he'll be like, oh, I, you know, school or nobody. I just, you know, it's just something I know. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not you. You need to, we need to keep, like, Mm -hmm. like he says to me, what did he say the other day? Oh, he comes home and Breezy and I were talking about, cause you know, we still haven't planned our wedding, but we're thinking we're going to get married in Bali. And we were talking about our wedding. Yeah. And uh, he goes, you guys can't get married. Only boys marry girls. And I was like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I was like, hold on, hold on. Rewind. What? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, who told you that? And he's like, no one. I just know it. And I, in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, somebody probably didn't tell him. He's just like, he's watching TV. He's hearing things. He's like, society is starting to like, try to shift him. And yeah. even he'll try to say, I'll be like, did you talk to Papa today? And he will be like, no, Papa's dead. And I'm like, hmm. But he's not. He is, but he's still here because you talk to him all the time. You can't lose that. So I would love for you to talk about like what you guys do in your home. Cause I think like you and Jeff are just so good at it. And like watching you raise that dreamy human of yours mm. has been nothing short of amazing. And I feel like I model the way that I speak to my son based on how you speak to her. So I would love for you to just like oh talk gosh. about how you keep that how you've been keeping that like magic or that energetic, like rawness alive with her as she gets older. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's conversation. Like we stay in the conversation of like, I ask her all the time, like, tell me a moment that you created some magic today and I'll let her respond in like whatever way that means. Or when did you experience joy today? Or tell me a moment where you experienced sadness today. So I'm not focusing on just what we perceive as the positive just like all the emotions making the, you know, that 
true wholeness, I think, comes from embracing all of it, right? And so having questions that keep her connected to her own wholeness, that all her emotions are valid and worth talking about and beautiful. And then I'll always try to ask questions about the magic, you know, that space in between. Where did you, I asked her at one time, where did you come from? And she was like, the stars. Like, so, like, matter of fact. Owen came from the water. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would love, like, to get the children together to, like, have them ask these questions. Because I think, and not, no adult interaction, just film it and share it with the world. Because they know. They just came from there, right? So it's still living in them. Children are just amazing. I think all the politicians just need to sit down and be quiet and listen to the children. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think when BLM started, I brought, shortly after BLM started, I brought Evan into my office and I was showing her a picture of uh, these kids that were hugging. Some were white, some were black. And it was, it wasn't focused on just that part of the image, but it was in there. And I asked her what she saw. And it was everything from the trees to the sky to holding hands to all these other things. There was never a comment on the color of the skin. And I think kids are just so, they're just like those filters and the ego or the fear or the preoccupation with being validated. None of those filters are there. And so I think being in the conversation that keeps them connected to that is where we learn from them. I mean, she's just so amazing. I learn from her all the time. I feel like my, my job is not to do anything. I keep her safe. I hold space. I'm not there to control her. I'm not there to shame her, obviously. Jeff and I always used to say on our surrogacy journey, the power of her soul is going to tell us where to go. And so we still... We forget, of course, I get mad, I yell, he does the same, like it's not perfect, but we'll remind each other. Maybe we're feeling friction because the power of her soul is telling us where to go and we're thinking it should be a different way, you know? And so when I feel that friction, I'm always, I try to be as aware as I can be to just like open space and let you tell us where to go, what you want, what you're feeling. Let us learn from you. Yeah. How old is Ava now? She's five, six yeah. in May. And you're right. This is like that turning point of they start to take on society and other people's perception and what television shows are saying and all these different things. And you're like, wait, where did that come from? Who are you? What did you do with my child? <laughs> um, yeah. He starts to kind of like Owen will start to close down or like not want to talk about his feelings. I'm like, no, no, that's not that's not what we do here. Like, you know, it's, it's, and it's, it's interesting, obviously co-parenting with his dad. Cause like Jason and I get along really well, but he has his own, I mean, his own things like Jason hardly talks about his feelings, you know? So it's watching Owen go through grief of losing his papa, who again was his best friend. And they were so spiritually connected, just like my dad and I were like, it may, the, the relationship that I had with my dad is the same one that Owen had with my dad. And you know, watching Owen go through that and then watching Owen lose his dog, who is his favorite dog. He has three. Maggie was his favorite. And like watching him lose her, you know, there's there's conflicting ideas of like how we deal with this. And my thing is always like, we got to let him 
We got, I mean, no. Did I let Owen see my dad dead? No. Did I let Owen like see his dog dead? No, of course not. Like I, my job's to protect him. And we talked about it. You know, I, I told him that it had happened and I told him that it was okay to feel whatever he was feeling. And it was like a really beautiful moment because he, he came he had gone to his dad's after Maggie died. He had gone to his dad's because while they were like coming to take her and, you know, all the things like I was like, let's just get him out of here. And so then I went back over there and kind of told him what had happened. And he was going to stay at his dad's that night just to kind of let him have like some space. And within five minutes of me getting in the car, he called me and he's like, you shouldn't have left me. I want to be with you. And his dad's like, well, come get him then. Like if that's what he wants. So I came get him and like we, he slept in our bed that night and he cried himself to sleep and just had every emotion talking about how much he missed her. And I was like, this is, this is beautiful. I mean, we learn how to close off, you know, we learn how to not talk about the way that we're feeling or like let energy move through us as a conduit. Like we, we learn how to do that because when we're totally. our, our children's age, it all just flows so beautifully. And yeah. I'm, I'm finding I'm at that. We're at that, that precipice of he's either going to, he, we're at that, we're at that fork in the road where either he's going to stay very in tune with his energy, very in tune with how he's feeling and like be able to talk about it and be like a solid, solid in that way, or he's going to start to close off. And that is very much de- like dependent on how we have conversations and like the communication and the space that we hold for him, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and I think as parents, like we continue to cross those moments of, oh, it could go this way or that way. And I'm learning to just like surrender and trust that whatever her soul needs is going to happen. And sometimes it is to go into a different direction, but to continue the conversations that lead them back to their magic. Cause that essence that you're talking about that he has, he will always have, it may dim a little bit. It may get louder at other times, but we just like, we as parents just remember it and hold it. And I love that saying, what you focus on comes alive, you know? So if I focus on that thing, it's going to get louder. It's going to get brighter. And so to like look at the twinkle in their eye and just remember who they really are, even when they don't, is going to let them come back to it. Is Ava a Gemini? She's a Gemini. Yeah. So is Jeff and so am I. You guys are all Geminis? We're all Geminis. And so was our dog that passed away, Nutmeg. We we're all, it's a surprisingly quiet house for so many Geminis. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Breezy's a Gemini. Nice. It's wild. <laughs> Love that Breezy. <laughs> oh, same. What a gem she is. So I want you to talk because you obviously like movement, moving meditation is something that you're I mean, obviously you are very into breath work and actually like I may put you on the spot and like have you give me like a sampling, but I know you through movement. Obviously we met at SoulCycle and you know, you have such a beautiful like moving meditation and then obviously the work that you've done with Kinergy and just like that. And I took, I took Tina Jay's Kinergy class and obviously it was like, it was another, another experience, which like we can talk about what that is so people can understand what Kinergy is, but um, yeah. Like, talk about that. Like, because breath work is so much a part of movement. And I grew up a dancer. So this is like my language. And I just so respect your, your respect for like movement 
and breath and how that is meditating. And so I would love, love, love for you to talk about that. Oh man. Yeah. I, I mean, I think life is a moving meditation, right? It's just, we're not necessarily taught to approach it that way. And there are times it can feel super graceful and there are times it just does not feel that at all. But I think to be in a practice, whether it's in yoga or dance or uh, soul cycle, whatever the movement is, well, the, there's two parts to it. One, our bodies are designed to move. And two, emotion is energy in motion. And so when we're able to find focus in movement, stillness in movement, movement in stillness, there's like this, there's this space that opens up inside you that it feels like your superpower can come alive, you know? And so, and I think a lot of people find it really hard just to sit still and try to meditate. It feels defeating sometimes because you can't get your mind to go quiet. And I think that's a beautiful practice and I do it and I love it. And I think people that I think people should try it, but I also think that there's great power in, in moving, in working out, in sweating it out on a bike, in whatever the chosen you know, modality is. And it's about, it's not what you're doing, it's the way you're doing it, right? So the focus that you find within that movement can open up something new. And as you know, from Soul Cycle, one of the things, I mean, I still, even in meditation, one of the best questions I love asking is, what is the biggest dream of your life? And where do you feel that in your body? And breathing into that and moving with that then the energy that's living inside you gets to move through you. It's felt in every cell of the body and it starts to wake up something else. It's just magic. Yeah. Yeah. Just so people can like understand like what I'm talking about when I said I took Tina J's Kinergy class, because that was something you partnered with, right? To help kind of take off and get yeah. off the ground. So yeah. what, what, I mean, obviously like, obviously we don't have Julianne here to like, it's her baby too. So we, I don't want to like yeah, take yeah, anything yeah. away from that, but I would for love sure. for you to just like, like, what is it? Like what, how did it, how did it, how was it born? How, yeah. like, what is it? <laughs> Julianne is a dear friend and she would be so happy to hear us be talking about this right now. Kinergy by Julianne Huff is a, uh, is a wellness company, but it's focused around this method that she created, which is based on the elements. And so physically you move through earth, fire, water, air, with this idea that we all have pieces of the elements within us. And as we move through them, we become more whole physically, mentally, emotionally. And it was, it was an amazing journey working with her. And we launched, we announced she was on the cover of Women's Health. And then we went on tour with Oprah. And to see that many people moving their bodies and having fun and being connected to their bodies in a, in a very unique way, moving through the elements was just, was just incredible. And I, we saw about 150,000 people around the country. It was, it was a wild ride, wild ride. It was so beautiful to watch. Cause like, obviously you are a dear friend of mine. And then like Tina is my sister and like uh, Devin way is the most like, Oh my gosh. Like shout out to all of those people. And even Pixie, when she was yeah. on that journey, you know, like oh, there's just yeah. so many of like my, 
like my soul sisters and brothers that were a part of that. So it was so fun watching that from the outside. But I just remember going, this is something, this is just like another thing that like moving, breath, meditation, getting really freaking honest with yourself, right? Like that, it was just, it was so, it was so cool to see that you were connected to that. Like you talk about like your note, right? Like everybody has their note. Like what is Nick Prattley's note? (laughs) Energy, random memory. Ava was sitting at the dining table recently. We had a couple of work friends there and she went around and she's just started telling people what they were going to come back after they died. And Jeff was coming back as a dog. Grace was coming back as a hat. She looks at me and she was like, Papa, you're going to come back as energy. Uh Uh-huh. That's right, Papa. Energy, like all sassy. And I was like, oh my God, she gets me. (laughs) You're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry now. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. But energy, I, I really think it's energy. It's aligning people with their own energy. And really, I think we respond energetically all the time. I like this person. I want to sit next to them. I don't like that person. I don't want to hang out with them. I have an instinct to not walk that way today. And I find out later that there was a fire and it saved me, you know, whatever. We respond energetically, but we don't necessarily navigate energetically. And so I want to help people listen to their energy, stay connected to their energy, feel this field of energy that lives around them, how they're affected individually and then collectively, like you were saying earlier. And that when you when you're feeling all these different versions of energy, that it's all okay. And as we embrace all those different feelings, we become more whole. Oh, it's so good to hear you say that because it's just something that I, I, I want people so badly to be okay with all parts of themselves. You know, yeah. like my, my, if we're talking notes, like my note on this planet is like, is el- helping people elevate to like the greatest version of themselves. Like that's all I want is for people to, I read a statistic somewhere that says 70% of people in this world will settle and they won't reach their fullest potential. So only 30%, like three zero hit their fullest potential. And I, I was dumbfounded by that because when I was born, like I was like zero to a hundred. I mean, my family was always like, she's going to dance to the beat of her own drum. She's going to do exactly what she wants to do. But I think, I mean, for me, it always just came down to like, I was willing to do the work to get and I, I mean, I believe in positive manifestation. I believe that like what you repeat to yourself becomes your reality. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it's not all just like right place, right time. It's also like the, the product of, of manifestation and hard work when it's necessary. And so I'm a believer that everything I have in my life and everything, everywhere I'm going, like is what I've asked for, right. And what I've worked for, but I want everyone to recognize that all parts of themselves are perfect and beautiful and like so divinely created and connected, you know, and, and we're not different. Like we're not, we're, we're all unique and we're all beautifully unique. Like you said, everybody has their own fingerprints, but we are all connected in this like beautiful divine way that I think actually in 20, as we like move through like what, I guess what will become like the post COVID era, like I think actually people will start to feel that more because like this lack of connection that people have is going to be, people are going to be so hungry for it. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's so good to hear you say that 
you want everybody to realize that like energy, you can respond energetically and then you can move through energetically. And, but that's a practice, right? It's a total practice. Yeah. I think, you know, we were, when we were talking earlier about where we're taught to leave ourselves out, you know, and this idea that, oh, I don't want to feel that thing because it feels too icky. I don't like that part of myself. It's kind of like saying, well, you're, you're willing to leave your child on a gutter somewhere and walk away. Like you wouldn't do that to your kid. Like why, why do we do that to ourselves? Why would you, if you continue to leave a piece of yourself out, you continue to create separation and we all want connection within ourselves and with each other. And so it's like, we just need to be reminded of the very simple practices to then be in practice. Like, Oh, don't leave that part out. And we've been so used to doing it for so long. Welcome that part in, breathe into that part. Let it be. That's how we become whole. You know, it's not just the good parts. I think that's why when we focus on just the good parts, we get into this hamster wheel of just trying to stay there. It's so much harder. You know, if we can like breathe and let, what we perceive because there's just emotions, not negative and bad emotions, even though it feels like that, you know, if we can embrace all of them, then there's just wholeness. There is no separation. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously like this podcast is all about like finding the acoustic you. It's kind of like my, my thing that I say, like the acoustic, like the acoustic version of people is what I'm like. I always say people are more interested in the acoustic version of you than they are of anything else you know, that's kind of, that's exactly what we're talking about today. Like that's, yeah. you know, being honest with your energy and, and being able to like feel and be okay with like all, all of it, even when all it's not it. pretty, right. That's yeah. acoustic in my opinion. I mean, that's yeah, the very and the beautiful, Totally. And the beautiful thing about acoustic is that there's that kind of very gentle reverb, or if you're playing the guitar, there's like that, you know, that when this, I don't, so I don't know the terms, but I imagine like when the string like hits a certain way and it like twings, there's something that's so authentic about it and it makes it richer. Like we want all those kind of infractions, if you will, of the notes or the voice or the little, you know, gravelly part when it doesn't quite hit that note as smoothly as you might want. It's all beautiful. It's authentic and rich. And what the F else are we doing here? Right. Where are like acoustics and just authenticity most showing up for you in your life right now? You can give me a few examples. Like where is it? Because obviously that shifts, right? Like sometimes we're more acoustically in tune with like different parts of our life. But like where where is it really showing up for you right now? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. It's really showing up for me in receiving right now. Like really receiving you know, I have this incredible team that's behind my digital platform. We have this amazing production team. There's suddenly all these people that are sitting at the table and they're all excited and they're all saying yes. And let's all like create this manifest, this vision. I'm really having to receive fully and not resist any of it or question any of it because then I'm not being the leader that I really am. I'm not really being the clear message and conduit that I want to be. I, we had a huge shoot day last week and I sat here on the sofa and I was had a little cry with my husband because all my emotions are good and I let them all in. Um, and 
he was like, you're just receiving, like just let it in. And so being in the practice of just continuing to say yes and receive and let in everything that I'm asking for so that I can be even better. You know, if I'm resisting, I'm limiting how much my team can do with me. So receiving is a big thing and listening to Ava is is a big thing. Like letting, like you're saying, like, there are all these little things that are showing up that might not be about her and they're about school or society or a show or other kids and to really let it be okay. You know, it's okay. It's part of the process. I don't have to freak out. Um, and if I freak out, it's fine too, you know, but really listening to her and, and trying to guide her into her true voice, you know. Yeah, because she's in kindergarten, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's online or is she in school? It's online and she goes to a learning center, which is weird. They like they're in masks and they're doing temperature checks on the hour, every hour. And they sit in these pods and, but she's so happy and she gets to play with kids and it's the safest environment that she can be in right now with other kids. So if she's happy, it's great. Yeah. So I'm listening to you talk about like, uh, you know, just how, where you are now. And as long as I've known you, you've always been this way. Just like you, I'm like, you talk about a guy, I always tell like people, like you talk about a guy that is like, so in tune with who he is, where he, like who he is in this world, who he is with his family. It is Nick Prattley. Have you always been this way? (laughs) No. (laughs) So what was the shift? Like, when did that shift happen? Like, what was it that like, led you on started to lead you down the path that you've you're on now uh there's a couple things one you know in my early 20s i loved me some partying some drugs and alcohol and promiscuous sex and all the different things i had a lot of fun and lost a lot of brain cells and shortly (laughs) shortly after that that's that's what it is it's the loss of brain cells um Shortly after that, I got out of an abusive relationship and I started to pull myself together. And then I had a car accident. I drove underneath a truck and I woke up. I could literally touch the back of the truck and like just went right under it. And and I had that near-death experience where I left my body. I saw light. I Up until that point, I was pretty probably very cynical and thought that doesn't happen. It it happens. It definitely happens. And I remember it was kind of like a flip book. I saw my brothers. I saw my whole life. And then I heard a question and it was, do you want to stay or go? And I said, I want to stay. And I saw my brothers again. The flip book stopped and I came back into my body. And then I was in that physical reality of pain and they were sawing me out of the car and they thought I broke my back and I couldn't move for three days. And But that moment... I had always had this spiritual thread. Mm. I had always wondered about energy. But when I had that experience, I was like, it is real. There is something in there. That's where your work is. And I started. It was breath work and meditation and Qigong and just continuing to do my own, like you, all the different programs when it comes to self-growth and personal development. You know, the journey was mine for a while, and then it became about sharing up with other people. And like you, I'm definitely one of those people I don't want to teach. I want to share 
from a place of experience, from experiences that I know and trust and can really speak authentically from. And so I continue to do the work so that I can continue to authentically share. Yeah. So if some, like, I'm thinking about all the people hearing this right now that are like, okay, I want to believe that. I want to believe that like that exists. And, you know, people that are stuck in like a cynicism of sorts and, you know, but I've never had that. I've never had that moment. I've never had that, like, you know, awakening essentially. And so what is your advice to people that haven't had that, but really, really want to you know, maybe they, maybe they feel that there's, you know, something else like what, what is your advice to those people? Totally. Well, first of all, I would say like, yes, that was an, that was a moment of realization and expansion. But since then I have had plenty of moments of crawling back into the cave and feeling alone or feeling depressed. That doesn't mean from that moment, it's been perfection at all. You know, I think that's part of the process. We wake up and then, and by the way, I think awakening is one of these words that we're here in a human body. We're already awake. Like yeah. we made it. We're here. Like you're not asleep. You're awake. <laughs> We're having you're a conversation. Awake. You're here. And so there's that part. And then there's remembering you have fingerprints that have never existed ever before. You're floating on a ball in the middle of space. And to reorient your perception of life around those things starts to shift. And then wherever you are, even if it feels cynical, even if it feels, I don't freaking want to believe any of this. You maybe get to believe that what is going on inside you is real, right? Whether you feel good or bad or ugly or not or whatever. I think if the one thing that we do is stop and slow down and feel whatever we're feeling, that starts to open up this path to more of listening to ourselves. And I think it's probably the one thing that we get taught to not do. Just stop and feel exactly where you are right now. And if we do that consistently throughout any given day, even when we're happy, like really mm-hmm. stop and feel that. We're yeah. human beings. We're, we're, we're supposed to be being. We're supposed to feel. We're not human doers. We're human beings. And so to yeah. be in that practice, I think, reconnects yeah. us. Yeah, I think forgiveness is like a big one too. Like people are like, not just forgiveness of others, but like forgiveness of self just for, you know, ever doubting or ever, you know, anything like just actually a very common friend, a mutual friend of yours and I, um, Mr. Brad Chandler, he actually says like radical forgiveness is like a thing to really becoming like really in tune with who you are, where, like who you are in the world, who you are with yourself and it's something that's like so overlooked because we try to be like, okay, well, I'm going to go work on this and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, become a more attuned, like authentic version of myself. But what, what's lacking is the forgiveness for all of the times or, you know, forgiving your past, forgiving somebody who hurt you, anything that caused trauma, like there's a radical forgiveness that needs to happen, I think, in order to move towards that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's kind of like, you know, in a movie, you might see that moment where somebody's about to lose their life or they're never going to see that person again. It's kind of in the extreme moments where people will go, okay, now I forgive you. Or it passes, somebody dies and then they're like, okay, now I can let it go. Why we don't need to wait until that moment or years have passed or somebody, we lose something or someone like, yeah, if we if we ultimately make the choice, we can we can we can do it now. I love that, Brad Chandler. Come on. 
oh, I mean, talk about a talk about a dreamy couple. Those those boys, I those know. boys in Austin, Texas. So I normally will end an episode with a game, but I would love to end this episode with like a little like five, three to five minute, just like you giving us like a meditation or a breath, something like anything that you feel is like, yeah, what you need to share today. But I do want to ask you one more question and that is five-year vision. What is it for you? That's a good one. I love it. Five. I want to know yours too. Five-year vision is to release my first and second book to open my wellness hotel in Mexico. I'll be there. Yes, you will. (laughs) We'll record another podcast on site. Perfect. And to really be in a, like we're out the gate, we're in a steady flow. We are bringing education to people around energetic and as I call it, luminous intelligence, because I think at the end of the day, we're all ultimately light. Light comes from energy. Energy comes from light. And that's that's what we need to focus on. So education, books, and and the hotel, and just freaking having a whole lot of fun doing it. Yeah. I love the Wellness Hotel. Where in Mexico? I started looking at a few different places. I don't know where exactly. I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like. I know what it smells like. And as soon as I can get on a plane and start doing some reconnaissance trips... Mm-hmm. We will. Have yeah. you been to um, Unico? No, where is that? It's in like, it's along like Plaza Carmen, like Quintana Roo. It's okay. like in there, but yeah. it's like an adult yeah. only. It's like where Chris and Brad go. And like, you've okay. seen other people go there. It's like all white. And it's just like, there's, it's this yeah, serene. I, I just imagine it like, you got to look it up after this. It's called like Unico 2087. Okay. You got to look it up because I just imagine a place like a wellness hotel by Nick Prattley looks like this. It looks like place. that. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. Like it's just like serene and beautiful and you could do yoga anywhere. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. my, so yeah, yeah sure my, my five-year vision, um, personally, I want this podcast to be a global like household name. I want to be speaking on global stages, you know, about empowerment and maybe it's, maybe it's a women's thing. Maybe it's just like a human thing of just helping, helping people to become like the best version of themselves. I want to speak on global stages, but I also want to like create intimate communities that like we can have conversations like this. Um, I don't know what that looks like yet. I, I've toyed with like a book idea, but I really am not like a writer. So I don't think that that's going to be my vehicle, but who knows? I want to build a home just with everything I want in it. And probably in Texas somewhere, I want Breezy and I to have this like beautiful custom built home that just like has all of the elements and I like the feeling and the smells that we want. I would love to get into, I want to get into like more like investment real estate stuff. And I, I honestly, I don't think this is a five-year goal, but it is definitely like a goal of mine in my life is I want to create like a holistic sort of like healing center for like people with diabetes. My dad's type was a type one diabetic and grew up in the era where it was like, eat a candy bar, you'll feel better. And obviously that's not 
the way to like keep your diabetes at bay, you know, and there's just so many things that like, especially in Western medicine, like we're not being like diabetics are not being told like proper ways to take care of themselves. And then my dad like died fully addicted to sugar and like fully addicted to food because he had just like, and he was so insulin immune. Like you, so like a little, just a kind of a picture. So for an average type one diabetic, you know, to get from like a 200, 280, like blood sugar, which is high, you would take like four, three to four units to get you back down to like a healthy blood sugar range, which is like anywhere from like 90 to like 110, right? My dad would have to take 40, you know? So like so insulin immune. And I just, I really want to create a center or even just like partner with some, just I want I want to create a space for diabetics to have like a whole, more of a holistic healing to their diabetes. So that, I don't know what that looks like. Maybe yet, you'll but partner with me and we'll do it at the hotel. Okay, great. I love it. You know, what's crazy. Actually, yeah. I don't even know what this is called, but there's a place, I think it's, it might be in Tijuana or somewhere in Mexico. It's a, it's basically like a holistic healing center for cancer patients. And they put them, it's mm-hmm. like this world renowned center that people go to a friend's mom, my friend, Jamie, her mom went there and like, it's, they do sound healing. They do light therapy, heat therapy. They do put like anti-inflammatory foods and they, you know, they try to like heal cancer, cure cancer with non super, like not super like chemicals, essentially. Like there's no chemo. It's just, you know, stem stem cell therapy there and oxygen therapy. And what's it called? Can't remember the name. I know exactly what you're speaking about though. Is that Jamie from Bangkok? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, Jamie. Oh, yeah. man, we have a good group of people around us. We really do. I mean, the, that's why I wanted to create this podcast is because I was like, I have a network of humans that is just so out of this world fantastic that like everybody needs to hear their story, you know? So, so yeah, that's that's kind of my five years. You are my the five center years. of that amazing group. So thank you for creating it in the first place. But well, I, I will you. be holding so, space for that five-year Thank you. Plan. That sounds amazing. So let's, uh, let's do this. Let's, what do you, let's do a little, a little meditation. Yeah. yeah, yeah look, I'm, I'm horrible at meditation. So this is going to be really great for me. Okay. Amazing. All right. So wherever you are in this beautiful world, plant your feet. I mean, you can sit in Lotus if you want, or cross-legged if you want, if you're in chairs like Danielle and I are right now, just go ahead and plant your feet flat on the floor and take then my slippers close off. your yeah, nice. Connected to the ground. And then gently roll your shoulders back, lift your heart, and close your eyes. And right away, let's just take a few moments to let ourselves arrive. I want you to just listen to the sound and the feeling of your breath. And as you connect to the energy of your breath, and therefore the energy of the moment and yourself. Just remind yourself that you can't get this wrong. We're just going to do a few minutes of breath, letting go into the sound and the feeling of the breath, remembering that there's nothing to get right because we absolutely cannot get this wrong. And... We want to remember that the mind is going to activate about 50,000 thoughts in any given day. So it's going to be noisy. So we're going to let it do whatever it needs to do. 
and we're going to choose to continue what gives us more power by letting go into the sound and the feeling of the breath. We simply allow the mind to do whatever it's doing, to let the body do whatever it's doing, to let the immediate environment around us to do whatever it's doing. And just choose the sound and the feeling of the breath. So you might notice here that you have a little more space in your inhale or your exhale. As we continue to arrive into the moment, into our bodies, into our feet, into our heartbeat, into this moment right here, right now. And then take a big, deep breath in and let a ha sound out in your exhale. <sighs> just notice that sound of relief of arrival in just a few minutes. And then we're going to do the de-stressing breath. This breath is going to go in through the nose, out of the mouth. And the exhale sounds like a whooshing sound, almost like you're blowing out a candle. And breath sounds like. Just continue that in your own time, in through the nose, out of the mouth, making a whooshing sound like you're blowing out a candle on the exhale. We're just going to do a few more here, and just knowing that what this breath is doing is pulling stagnant energy out of the head, out of the frontal lobe of the brain, and pulling it down into the heart. So we're opening up the channel between the head and the heart. Definition of mindfulness, balance between the head and the heart. Just two more breaths here. One more. And relax, relax, relax. And just breathing in and out of the nose. Rolling the shoulders back to lift the heart. Continuing to let the heart lead you through your breath. And right away, just noticing any sensations, any tingles, any electricity, any energy of any kind. Just let go into those sensations. Those sensations are reminding you that the cells of you are opening. Opening is happening. So we choose to let go into that opening. When we let go into the energy, 
you let go into the space in between every moment, every heartbeat, every breath. And that's where more of who we really are lives. Taking a gentle, deep breath in, letting a ha sound out. <sighs> letting a gentle smile come over your face. Putting your hands on your heart and just feeling the energy between your hands, your heart, connection with yourself. And slowly open your eyes. Yum. I love you. I love it. You. Uh, that felt so good. I, you know, when I said I'm, I'm so bad at meditation, it's not like I'm bad at it. Like I can drop in, but I find myself like judging the way that I meditate. And so as soon as you said, there's no wrong way to do this because there's no right way to do this. I was like, okay. Like you just called me out of my shit. <laughs> so thank you for that. I'm sure everybody listening to this just like got so much from you. I would love for you to, before I let you go, just tell me, tell us, tell everyone, where can we find you? People want to connect with you. Like tell us about your website. Tell us about if, where you're teaching. If you're teaching anything, like I want to know, I want to know every, I want everybody to be able to connect with you. Yeah, yeah. So the new platform space.com is launching in March. So space with an eight S B eight C E.com. You can sign up there and you'll find out about all the classes and all the different things that we are doing. Uh, the main thing right now is this seven days per week, 15 minutes every day, breathwork meditation. So excited to share that with people. And it'll be more of what we just did. And on Instagram, you are at Nicholas Bradley. That's why I thought it is the full name. Yeah. So yeah. go connect with Nick. He, uh, his family is beautiful. Please, 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 please give that dreamy husband of yours, my love and squeeze that little girl for me. She's just so her little glasses. I can't, she's just so perfect. Um, oh my gosh. You too. So much love to Breezy and Owen squeeze the everything Thank you. out of them. And <laughs> we're going to, I'm going to make this a thing. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to call you like after this and we're going to get together and hang. I would love, I would love. Okay. And I'm hoping that we can get to Austin soon and see you and Chris and everybody out there. I mean, I, yeah, I feel for, uh, yeah, I feel for them right now, but yes, yes. We're going to make it happen. You guys are all okay. Uh, well, we're in LA still. So we're, I'm still here. We haven't left yet, okay. but the plan is to move to Texas eventually. So we're, I'm still right. in Highland Park right now. Okay. So. Okay, good. Okay. So we're definitely going to see each other then. Yeah. All right, my friend. I love right. you beyond. Love you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. This is so fun. Congratulations. So fun. Everything. Thank you. All right. Bye. If you know me, which if you're listening to this, maybe you know me, but if you follow me on Instagram, you know my obsession with hats. I am such a hat fanatic. And I'm not specific to one type of hat, y'all. I will wear any hat. It could be a beanie. It could be a bucket hat. 
It could be a fedora. It could be like a sailor hat. It could be a lot of different kind of hats, but I am obsessed. And Peter Grimm Hats has been my new go-to. They are a small business. They are just getting started and they are incredible. Their hats are such good quality. They ship fast. The customer service is unreal. And if that is important to you, go give them a shot. If you go over to petergrim.com, you can use my code Danielle M as in McCleary, Danielle M for 20% off. So go get yourself a hat. Spring is coming. Festival season's coming. We love a hat. Oh my gosh. Nick Prattley is just so good. I could talk to that man all day, every day. I just am so continually so grateful just for the amount of people in my life, my friends, my mentors, people that I've always looked up to that are just willing to just come on this podcast and give their heart. Nick is no exception. He's I've looked up to him for so long. And the fact that he gave us so much of his time and wisdom and nuggets today is just so, so amazing. If that wasn't all though, he has so graciously offered us a discount to his subscription on his new website. So if that is something that you are interested in, you will get a little bit of a deal on signing up. And if you go to nicholaspratley.com slash on the daily, you'll see all the options for subscriptions, but you can meditate, you can do breath work with him. I can't recommend him enough. So again, if you want a little discount, nicholaspratley.com slash on the daily, we'll also put a link in our show notes, but I hope that you go and take advantage of that because I think everybody should spend as much time with Nick Pratley as absolutely humanly possible. We will be back on Friday with another episode, another Unplugged with me. I hope that you are enjoying these podcast episodes as much as I am enjoying making them for you. If this is your first time, maybe you are brought here by Nick. Welcome to the family. Go and subscribe to it. You know, every every podcaster, there's an unspoken thing that we all know, and that is this is a word of mouth business. And in order for us to be able to share what's on our hearts with more people, we got to have more ratings. We got to have more views. We got to have more downloads. So if you are not subscribed, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. If you have Apple podcast, which is where we get all of our analytics and metrics from, go make sure that you have given us a five-star rating, write us a review, and then share this with so many people in your life. If there's people that you know need to hear this episode, share it with them. Uh, I could not be more grateful. If you want to connect with me, I would love that. Come find me at Danielle underscore on the daily, and you can find the podcast at on the daily pod. So Come say hi, slide into the DMs, tell us what you love, tell us what you want more of. If you listen to this episode, what resonated with you, connect with us. I love connecting. That's literally why I started this podcast in the first place. I hope wherever you are, you are having the day that you need and we will see you on Friday. See you later. Bye.